Do you find yourself irritated and complaining about your relationships? I get to tell you about how to stop complaining and start improving those relationships on this episode of The Happiness Coach. Welcome to The Happiness Coach, helping people who are ready to get unstuck from depression, emotional eating, and relationship challenges. My name is Judy O'Neill. I'm a Harvard grad, social worker, and a coach. Today, we are talking about how we can use anger to help us be happier. Our society can totally shame us for having anger. It is often deemed unsightly, not loving, and certainly not spiritual or ladylike. This kind of belief can lead many of us to deny our anger, and much research tells us that denying or suppressing anger can be bad for our health. But anger has the potential to help us too. There's a saying, our anger is information for us. Anger arising inside can be a wake-up call that we are allowing someone to treat us badly or we're witnessing someone else getting treated badly. Anger can let us know that it's time to set a firm limit or get support to change a pattern. Say you see your partner Sam at a party complaining to his friends about something you did. He was rolling his eyes in exasperation at the old ball and chain. You might respond in several ways. See for yourself which of these feels most familiar and which feels most useful and healthy. First option, you go into denial that it actually bothered you. You aren't consciously aware of any problem. When you wake up the next morning, your back is actually out. You end up spending the next few weeks completely stressed and occupied with pain relief, doctor's visits, and coping. Your well-meaning subconscious or psyche has protectively tucked this disappointing piece of truth about your relationship away underground. Or second, you lock yourself in your host's bathroom and sob, feeling victimized and hopeless, trapped in the relationship. You then pull yourself together and put on a pleasant face. When you get home, maybe you initiate sex to feel close again. Later, you proceed to take it out on yourself by eating three pieces of cake and a whole carton of ice cream. You feel depressed. Or a third option. Maybe you simmer with resentment for days, acting icy, highly irritable, running late to meet him at an important business dinner. You are being really passive-aggressive, trying to get him to feel your anger. You don't directly communicate what upset you. You complain to your friends about what an ass he is. Or fourth, maybe after the party you lose it with him, screaming at him and shaming him for being such a terrible, flawed husband, you end up later feeling ashamed that you treated him like that. Or there's a fifth option. You see his eye rolling and the public complaining about you at the party, and right then you feel anger arise inside. You think to yourself, mm-mm, oh, that is so not okay. You approach him, Hey, Sam, could I talk to you in private for a second? Once you're away from the party, you say, what the heck? That was so not acceptable. 
I love you, but I am pissed. I don't want you to ever show disdain for me in public. It is disrespectful. If you have an issue with something I've done or said, bring it to me privately so that I can address it. So what went right with number five? What can we learn from that? You were aware of Sam's behavior and the anger that rose inside you. You didn't minimize it. You didn't just go to blame or shame. Instead, you stayed with what is true for you and communicated a direct request. And requests are so powerful. And you kept it about his particular action and didn't go to drama about who he is as a husband. You leaned into the relationship by sharing your feelings rather than pulling away. You channeled the anger into empowerment. You took care of yourself by setting a clear boundary and expectation of respect. You raised the bar for the relationship. So the situation is not really about blame. It's more about choice and preference. Because we have free will, we get to choose what behaviors we will tolerate in life and which we won't. Anger can be profound. I know it's a super uncomfortable emotion, but anger offers us a gift. It gives us guidance on how to navigate a life where we can actually thrive. A life where we can say no to things that are bad for us, leaving room for us to say yes to what we truly do want in our lives. Was this episode of The Happiness Coach helpful? Please share it on social media or with someone you know is having a rough time. To learn more about my private coaching practice, visit my website, helpingyougetunstuck.com. I see clients remotely and in Boulder, Colorado. I'm sending you my care and support. You can do this.